with rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. There is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Gumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Gumby with Think Bold, Be Bold. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. Alan, you in the house? I'm in the house having a great day. How about yourself, Chris? I'm fantastic. You know, I had to... Uh, couple of coaching calls with some awesome clients earlier today and I usually love to just uh, get in the zen mode when I'm coaching and I uh, usually come down to the beach as you know it's only about a couple minutes from my house my feet are in the sand so not to rub it in folks but uh, you know it's one of my favorite places in the world to do this that's fantastic I'm uh, uh, well as usual uh, you know a lot jealous it's a uh, get in the car and a two-hour drive for me to go to the beach and it's also a two-hour drive to go to the mountains and play in the snow but I can do all that in one day so ha 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 I don't do all that in one day but there's opportunities there but uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're relaxing and having a, a good time say uh, talking about having a good time um, I'm really excited about uh, the guests we have on today and kind of how we met and we always talk about disruptive technology Chris and so forth and I think that uh, our guest today is really going to be able to add some insight to the uh, listener base and their education piece on social media connection what it really means how to do it how to capitalize on it and how to build an audience with it and what that really means not only from a personal standpoint from a business standpoint so Chris I'm excited about yourself well, I'm really excited, and uh, you know, just to your point about uh, social media and connection, and and you know, it's the way the world uh, is is uh, is going. And obviously, uh, for the audience, if you're not there, we encourage you to get there. You know, digital DNA is absolutely critical for people to find you, especially in a noisy world. So you got to make sure everything is uh, clicking together. Someone types in your name, you should be dominating the first couple of pages. Uh, in Google, and it should be really easy for the bots to put you in, 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 in places where, you know, if you're on a podcast show or you've got something going on and uh, you do the correct, uh, you know, word um, uh, smithing and, and, and definitely correct uh, words to put in uh, all, your, um, all your social media, uh, it'll find you really quickly. So it's always great you know, from a social media standpoint as well, and I'm just going to touch on this, is, is really identify what you do and your genius. And certainly today, I know, Alan, uh, and you're going to do the unique pleasure of obviously introducing our guest today, but I, I know she's done a fantastic job of what we just talked about. Yeah, she really has and, and continues to be on the forefront. And uh, as usual, you know, listeners, get your uh, journals out and your pencils ready because there's going to be some great words of wisdom. And you know, I just want to give a, a little bit of quick rundown, a little bit of background on our guest today. She's a social media power influencer. She's a Twitter marketing strategist. And there's a lot of people out there that, that claim to be, and, and, and maybe there are, you know, a huge cachet of people out there that are experts in the Twitter field. Um, but uh, our guest today really is, she's an influencer, she's a blogger, she's a podcaster, she's a business coach. She's known uh, because of her Twitter expertise. She's named the uh, number three social media power influencer in Houston. Um, you know, that comes from others. That's not something she claims herself. That's given to her, you know, that's a title given to her by others in the industry. And uh, it, it's nice to be recognized by your circle of influence inside and outside your drip line. Uh, she's also a speaker uh, on a number of events, especially, you know, upcoming Houston Social Media Days. She teaches basically everything Twitter. You know, she's Twitter smart. She's got a Twitter podcast, Twitter smarter, Twitter chat. 
you know, it's a place to connect, she says, you know, and learn all things Twitter. And uh, she's, she's done some, some fantastic things, and I want to highlight one thing because I want her to talk about it. In 1996, she founded Go-Go Girl Music, okay, Go-Go Girls Music, which grew into the oldest, largest online community of female musicians. And uh, I, I think that's actually fantastic. And you're talking about, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, you know, she was doing Twitter before Twitter was the thing and connecting. And uh, without further ado, and I know that was a long introduction, but uh, technology is the word of the day today, folks. So help us welcome Madeline Sklar to the uh, Think Bold, Be Bold podcast show. Madeline, welcome. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm uh, thrilled to be here. I love your podcast. I love what you're doing. And thank you for the wonderful intro. I feel very honored. <laughs> thanks. Well, we're the well, ones we're honored to have you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Madeline, uh, thank you for being here. And Madeline's in the house audience. And as Alan said, get your journals out because it's going to be some great golden nuggets that are going to come your way, especially when you have an expert that understands this stuff and can actually give you great tidbits on what you can do today, and that's what this is all about, what you can do today, what bold moves you can make in your life using what Madeline can teach you. Now, let's get right into it. What's missing from what we talked about or what Alan introduced you as uh, in your bio? What Can you fill in some of those gaps? Uh, sure. So gaps as far as like the things that I do or what, what like Tell me, tell me a little yeah, more. Sort of where you are. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and we'll position it a little bit better. So I apologize. Where you are, you know, maybe where you've come from, and 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 where you are now, and and what you're up to. I mean, that's always a great way to start the show. Absolutely. I've done so many things. Like when Alan was reading off my bio, is like, it's such a laundry list, and on my. Twitter bio, we're only given 160 characters, and I really need like 500 characters. It's not, even, it's not even half of what I do, you know, and so people are always surprised, like, oh, you founded this community called Go Girls Music. So yeah, Alan, by the way, is Go Girls Music, not Go Go. People sometimes... Oh, did like, I say? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, right. that's what okay. I mean, because go-go girls kind of sound, I don't know, that's that very 60s go-go girls kind of thing, so and, and a little bit more evolved from those days. But I was tainted, what can I say? That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I've done a lot of things. I'm very proud of the success I've had. I mean, I have a 20-year history of being um, a digital marketer. I was one of the first web designers wow. in Houston. So when web design first really started, you know, this evolution in, in 1995, 1996, I saw the power of just being able to produce a page using HTML code. So people started asking me if I would build a page for them. So I started my own web design business. And at the time, in, in Houston, mind you, this is the, the fourth largest city in the country, so it's a very large city. There were three of us that were web designers at the time. So wow. I was doing this, you know, before most people had even heard of a dot com. And it was it's just been so cool this roller coaster ride I've been on that I did that and at the same time I started the Go Girls music community because I grew up playing guitar. I was a musician but as a hobby, never professional. And I wanted to build a web page Back in the early days, so like back when I first started my web design company, I wanted to have a web page where I can play with code. So back back in those days, the way you, you really honed in your skills is you saw what other people were doing with web pages. You would right-click, view source, and look at the code. And that's how, how you learned. And so I wanted a web page where I could play with code that I was seeing on the Internet. So I thought, well, why don't I start this little community. I didn't even know really what I was building, but I just started a page, called it Go Girls Music, bringing female musicians together. And what I was doing is I was basically building a social network before we had even heard the term. I was building a community of, of people on the internet. It's been pretty amazing. Wow. Wow. Hey, Zuckerberg. She did it first. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, that's funny. That's, that's a good one. I like that. Hmm, I think I might call him up. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, listen, that, I, I mean, listen to what you said, and I just want to reiterate, you know, to our audience. 20 years ago, I mean, that's not a long time ago at all, but where we have 
been and where we are now. It's such an incredible, um, you know, just hyperdrive, if you want to call it, from, you know, those days when you had to write code and now today, uh, you know, the barriers to entry for people to get in and, and, and at least build something. Obviously, you know, really beautiful sites that, you know, still take some expertise. But people can, you know, really get online and, and, and at least start somewhere doing it on their own. And, uh, you know, from, from the success, they can increase the value of that and then hire a professional to help them with, uh, with building the site out a little bit more. And, and it's just incredible. So thanks for sharing uh, where you were. And, 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 and Madeline, let's talk about Twitter because I'm fascinated. As you mentioned, 140 characters. Not a lot of information that you can put in that to really gain, you know, some sort of attention. And because Twitter moves so fast, at, you know, talking about hyperspeed, how do people stand out? It's a noisy world. What are some of the little tips that we can start out with that at least you can get our audience and, of course, Alan and I thinking about Twitter a little different from maybe the way we're thinking about it now? Well, I love to share tips, and and Chris, earlier when you were saying to everybody, get your journals out, and that you know these are going to be actionable, actionable tips that you can use right now, I really pride myself on that. A lot of people just go around sharing fluff, and they share things that are not actionable, and I like to share stuff that I've learned myself that works, that you'll all be able to start implementing right now and start seeing results from that. Now... Twitter is very noisy, no doubt. All social media has gotten very noisy. That's why these algorithms keep changing and they're making it more and more difficult for your post to be seen unless you pay for ads. What I love about Twitter is they're not really going that route. They did just start a new algorithm, but it's not being done to be like what Facebook is doing where they just want to force everybody to purchase ads to be seen. Um, so with Twitter, the way you wade through the noise is you got to follow some steps. And the very, very first step, and this is something people don't really think about, is it all starts with your profile. you got to go take a look at your profile and see, is it inviting? Are, are people going to care if they look at it? It needs to be visually exciting. It needs to have a great profile photo that people can see your face and it's nice to have one where you're smiling at the camera or something where people can look at you and feel that connection. If it's too far away, then it's difficult for people to make a connection with you. So you want to have a really, really good headshot and then you want to have a really, really good bio. You've got 160 characters in a bio. It's not a lot of space. But the reason why it's important to really go all out to make this really descriptive and impactful is that if you are tweeting and somebody sees your tweet, most times they're going to go look at your profile. They're going to go, well, who is this Madeline Sklar? Why should I listen to her? And they're going to go look at my profile. And if I'm not grabbing their attention, if I'm not compelling them with my bio, they're just going to move on. I mean, I'm sure... With you guys on Twitter, you probably do the same thing. You know, you're, you're going through, you're looking at people that are chatting, and if they don't seem interesting, then you're probably not going to follow them. You're probably not going to pay attention. Exactly. So it's, exactly. it's really important to start with your profile. Take a look at it and look at it on your phone. You know, a lot of people, more than half, are utilizing social media on their phone. So what looks great on your computer might not look so great on your phone. And if, you, if you're like me and you're an iPhone user, go ask a friend who's on an Android and look at their phone and see how your page looks because phones all are different. So you want to get a feel for what is this looking like for everyone, for the general public. So that way it can help you better design it so that it looks good, it grabs attention. I always say be compelling. I think that's fantastic, you know, and Madeline, I want to, I want to hang on, on the phone piece for a second, um, digress just a little bit, but get back to what you were talking about. We had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, uh, Connor Blakely, 16 years old, and he is, um, uh, 
you know, uh, talked about by uh, Forbes magazine and by Inc. as uh, being a phenom. And what he does is he's a uh, professional representative of Gen X and talking about how they connect. And he works with large companies like Toyota and so forth. And the reason is I'm, I'm bringing this up is because he's saying that when, when you're on your phone and social media, you got, for the, at least for the Gen you know, Z, maybe X and Y, you roll them all into one, you get about six to eight seconds to grab somebody's attention. And if it's not compelling, not transparent, not personal, they've moved on. And, uh, you know, 160 characters is not a lot, especially, you know, I'm a writer, I like to use spaces. <laughs> so I don't use a whole <laughs> lot of spaces anymore, and I have run-on <laughs> sentences and such, so that's been difficult for me. But anyway, I just wanted to reiterate what you're talking about is that there's a very little time for people to grab the for you to grab your audience's attention and and you've made note of that and and I think and thank you for doing that. I, I really appreciate that and, and I know that the uh, the guests do as well. Yeah, and um, I definitely encourage those that feel like they need some help with this. Go take a look at my profile. Um, because it'll give you some ideas. When you look at my profile at Madeline Sklar, I'm incorporating hashtags, relevant hashtags into my bio. I'm also incorporating a link. So let me explain a little bit about that because so many people I talk to do not realize that you can tag other people in your bio. You can put a hashtag in. You can put a link in. You, there's a place to put your .com. So whatever your main .com is, like mine is madelinesclar.com. Now, if I didn't have a website, then maybe I'll put my LinkedIn or my Facebook, depending on what is your goal. What do, where do you want people to go next? That's where you, know, you put in the .com there. But in the profile, I have my podcast. I want people to go to my podcast, but I also want them to go to my website. So my website is where they designate, put your website. But in the bio, I use a bit.ly link to shorten it because, as you guys know, an iTunes link is very long. It's very long. <laughs> very Too long. So I just go over to bit.ly and shorten it. So it's actually just bit.ly slash Twitter smarter. And that is in my bio um, because I want people to very easily be able to get to my podcast. And I guarantee you I've gotten more listeners because of that link in my bio. So it's really, really important. Now, let's say you have multiple profiles. Let's say, you know, you have um, your personal and then you also have a business. You can tag each of them in the bio. So when, when my bio was a little bit smaller and I was putting Go Girls Music, I was promoting Go Girls Music in my Twitter, I would put founder at Go Girls Music into my Madeline Sklar profile because I wanted people to know, number one, I am the founder of Go Girls Music, and number two, they can click on that, becomes a link, and they can click on it and go over to my Go Girls profile. And then on the flip side, when you're, I don't have that now because I'm just doing too many other things, but if you go to my Go Girls Music Twitter profile, it does still have in the bio uh, founder at, Go, uh, at Madeline Sklar. You can click on it, and it brings you over to my Madeline Sklar profile. So little things like this can be really helpful. You really want to think about what's the message, what do you want to share. I'm going to be, as you mentioned, I'm going to be the keynote speaker at Houston Social Media Day. It's a big deal. So right now, because it's coming up, I have that in my bio where it says keynote, and I put the hashtag. Mm -hmm. You want to put the hashtag or link to their Twitter. So for this, I want to just spotlight the hashtag. So I put in the SMDayHOU. Now after I'm done keynoting that, I'll rework my bio. The beauty of this is you can tweak it whenever you want. You can always, you know, change it up uh, just depending on what it is you're doing. I, I love, love it. I, I, we're done. <laughs> for Chris and I, Go ahead. personally, right. that's right. a great tip. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's a great tip. And, and as you were saying that, I was looking, uh, you know, on my uh, on my iPhone and, and looking. And I and I love how you start out. I help. You know, it's such a great way yeah. because I, I think when people look at things, they are looking generally for some help. And you know, again, great tip. A great profile. I help people rock their Twitter. I mean, I love using rock. It's just, you know, people get it, you know, sort of the, you know, fingers up, peace sign, having fun, 
great music if you want to relate it to that as well. But, you know, again, I help people rock their Twitter and get results. Now, that's a powerful beginning, and it made me think about the things that I'm doing, and I, I certainly believe that, you know, the audience is probably saying the same thing to themselves right now, is what can I do inside my Twitter profile so that I can get noticed and, better yet, demonstrate the things I'm really great at because obviously Madeline you're really great at Twitter it's 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 what you rock out and you help people with but I love the fact that you just mentioned after that line is really where you can actually you know depending on what you've got going on you could update it uh, you know frequently as you've got things changing along the way and you know that just gave me some ideas about you know what I can do as I've got my book launch coming out in another week and a, and a half and uh, and and, I've, and obviously just shortening a link and, and having someone click on that is exactly what they do right because I do it all the time as you mentioned so thank you for sharing that tip what a wonderful insight and to Alan's point just with that alone I think we could just end the show right now <laughs> <laughs> however you're on the hook, and we've got you here, and we're going to take up the time. So we're going to make sure we ask you, you know, some more questions. And one that I always have is, what, what is a good strategy when you're using Twitter? Obviously, you have your own sort of thoughts, and you put them out there, and, you know, hopefully you're interesting, and hopefully people pay attention. And, but what about retweeting, and, and what's the strategy around, you know, how much you should give of your own and how much you should retweet? Should you quote a tweet? Should you just retweet? Like, or should you just go to sleep? <laughs> and, uh, well, I, 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 I got to interject here real quick. I noticed that, that Madeline doesn't sleep. I get stuff from Madeline 24 <laughs> hours a day, and I don't know how that happens, but I want to know how that works. <laughs> well, there are lots of days where I don't get much sleep. I was actually up all night working, you know, prepping for today's Twitter chat that I run on Thursdays, and I, uh, and then sometimes things come up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to tweet that. It's okay. It's 3 in the morning. People will be going, wow, she really is a Twitter rock star. Look at her tweeting at 3 a.m. Um, but, you know, what it boils down to, I'm very passionate about what I do. I really love what I do. It all boils down to I love helping people. I just love helping people. And uh, I, I love Twitter. I love social media. I can help with all social media, but I really have focus on Twitter. And, you know, it was interesting because at the beginning you were talking about, like, you know, other experts out there. Here's what's interesting. Very few people refer to themselves as a Twitter marketing expert or Twitter marketing strategist. Right. Um, everybody right. wants to jump on the new shiny object. So right now, everybody is jumping on Snapchat because that's the big marketing strategy right, right. now. And I'm jumping all over it too. I mean, I love it, but I like focusing on Twitter because I get almost all of my business through Twitter. I host Twitter chats. I get so much success from it. I want to share what I learn with other people. And I started doing this years ago because when I would ask people, what social networks do you like? Which ones are you on? People never talked about Twitter. And if they did, they say, oh, I don't like that one. That's the one where you post what you had for breakfast. That's stupid. I'm like, okay, you obviously <laughs> do not understand how Twitter works because it's not really that. So it's just I'm just very passionate about this, and I just love helping people. That says that. a lot. So, that absolutely and, says and a yeah. lot. It, it certainly does, and, and you know, to the getting to the point, and I, I, I know sometimes uh, when we're chatting along, uh, but I'm always one listening for the answer, and I really want this answer, really want this answer from you being a, a Twitter expert. When we post, is there a strategy to retweeting, tweeting, quoting tweets, putting our own stuff out? What, like, is there a magic formula to that? Well, first of all, there's no magic formula to anything. So if anybody's saying, here's the magic formula, they're, they're really lying. Now, I do have a thing I call my Twitter secret sauce and just laying out a roadmap of things that work for me that I share. But for what you're saying, here, here's what a lot of people do agree on. They say do the 80-20 rule. So 80% should be other people's stuff or just other things and 20% is promoting yourself. So 
you don't want every every tweet to be you promoting. Here's what I see. I see people either promoting themselves excessively, and musicians are, are you know, one of the worst. I mean, they, they love to promote every post, buy my music, you know, come to my show, do this, do that. Um, and then you got people who will not promote themselves. They don't feel comfortable doing it. They think it's spammy and they're bothering people. Now, you have to find that place in the middle that's comfortable. And an 80-20 or a 70-30 feels comfortable to most people. So post other things other than the, you know, flat-on promotion. But then do spend some time promoting. So the way I do it is I will, I like to tweet other articles, other people's articles, because I will spend a lot of time researching. I'll be reading what's going on in social media right now, what's going on with Twitter today. And when I find articles that I'm reading that I find interesting, I will share them with my Twitter followers and I will get a lot of these that I put together and I schedule them out because you don't want to just tweet a whole bunch of tweets all at once because it clogs up your feed, it doesn't look good. So you want to use something like Buffer or Hootsuite to schedule. But you want to put in some of your stuff, whether it's a blog post, whether it's, hey, I'm available for hire here's some details you know you got to come up with things that are creative uh, I like using graphics I like taking photos and putting something with it um, like when I talk about, about my Twitter secret sauce and sharing some tips I have a, a, a professional photo of me I've had some photo shoots so I have one of my nice professional photos and then I put some text on there I go into canva canva.com it's real easy to, to become a graphic designer using this free tool and I put my photo and then I just lay down some text and I say something like my secret sauce to Twitter success is tweeting every day and participating in chats and then that becomes a tweet that I put out to promote myself and it doesn't seem overly promotional because I'm not saying go buy this and go do this I'm just sharing some information but I am promoting myself. I'm promoting what I know, you know. So there are so many different ways to do this. And then also, uh, Chris, you were asking about retweeting. And that's also a strategy in itself where if you want to get on the radar with people, let's say there's a big influencer that you want to connect with, like we'll, we'll say Gary Vaynerchuk because everybody wants to connect with Gary Vaynerchuk. He, he's a great social media thought leader, he's written all these books, just by retweeting and liking, that's a strategy. And that used to be very, very effective, but everybody's doing that now. So mm -hmm. if you go look at very Gary Vaynerchuk's post, you'll see he has like 50 likes and 25 retweets. You think those are standing out to him? No. So what you want to do is you want to have a conversation. Why don't instead? Why don't you reply, and and talk to him and talk about whatever it was he posted. And then here's the big power tip. Everybody needs to be ready to jot down because this is how you'll really grab attention. Is do a video on Twitter. A lot of people don't realize that on your phone, if you're in the Twitter app, whether it's the iOS, which is the iPhone, or for Android. If you were to open it up right now and go to where you would compose a tweet, you're going to see your photo button, which is where, you know, you post a photo. There's also one called video. And you could tap that right now and make a video up to 30 seconds. So the next time you want to connect with one of the thought leaders out there or somebody big in your industry that you want to talk to, reply to one of their tweets and make a, instead of typing what you want to say, make the video and speak to them, directly to them. So if I saw something from Gary about, you know, he's coming to Houston and it's going to be a big event, so instead of replying and saying, oh, I can't wait, Gary, which he's not going to notice, I do the reply, but I click on the video and I make a little personalized video saying, hey, Gary, remember me, Madeline Sklar. I met you at Social Media Marketing World. Well, guess what? I live in Houston. I can't wait to see you at this event. I will be there on the front row. He's going to get that as a tweet by itself, and he's going to see there's a, it's going to be a video, and it's going to be big in his, in his notifications. 
And I guarantee sure. you he's going to click on that and look at it. And it's going to get his get on his radar. This whole thing with the Twitter video is so underutilized. People don't realize that they can do this. And now I'm going to give you another tip. And this literally just happened. So there's Periscope. You know, you've been hearing about the live video. Periscope, there was Meerkat, which is no longer. You got Periscope, which is owned by Twitter. And then, of course, you have Facebook Live. And Facebook Live is the hot new thing this year. Now, Periscope's been out for about a year and a half. Here's the thing. Because they're owned by Twitter, Twitter has just integrated it into the Compose. So if Now, not everybody has it yet. It's still being rolled out. Mine showed up. You, get, you guys are going to laugh with the whole no sleep thing. It was two nights ago, <laughs> and it was 1 a.m., and I was on my phone. I was in Twitter. I was getting ready to just shut it off and get to bed and go to bed at a reasonable hour. And I was going to go compose a tweet, and there was the new button. So you got photo. You got video. Next to and video. You got live. There's a brand. You have it? Do you see it? I have, I'm, 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 I'm a student. I'm on it right now. I said it says live. Brand new. This, is, this yes. just happened. I've been talking to people the last two days that when I told them to go into their compose and look, they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know I had this. It's, it's, this is so new. Nobody has written an article about it. I wrote an article about it yesterday because I'm like, well, if nobody's going to write about it, I'll write about it. Twitter has not said anything about this integration. Um, I predicted this was going to happen when Facebook Live came out. I was like, why wouldn't Twitter do the same thing? They own Periscope. Make it so that if you tap a button called Live, Periscope is now open in your Twitter. So that's exactly what happens. If you tap on that live button, you can go and start a Periscope without having to leave Twitter and go over to Periscope and do it over there. Wow. I think this is okay. Really I, cool. I feel left out. I feel left out. I feel really left <laughs> we don't want out. you left out. Well, oh, I, I don't know. He's at the beach. <laughs> what do I have to do to get this live button? Because I'm looking right now, compose. I see my camera. I see my video. But where is my live button? Do oh, I have to do something? Madeline? you don't. No, Chris. Well, here's what's happening. It's being rolled out. I, I've been asking a lot of people. When, when I discovered it two nights ago at 1 a.m., I mean, I was literally like, I'm like, I have to do a Periscope right this moment. And I was saying a few swear words because I was freaking. I was like, oh, my effing God, I cannot believe this is happening right now. I'm so excited. I want to share this with everybody. Um, people have it, but not everybody. So I've what I've not determined everybody. is, yeah, what I've determined is, iOS, so iPhone users are, have it, and Android users have it, but not everybody. But I would say of everybody, I pulled about 50%. So, Chris, I would say it's on its way. Like, it could just pop up gotcha. at any time. Usually, Chris has all the technology. I actually have it before he does. I, I'm just ecstatic. And, and you know what? On that note, and, and that's the beauty about technology. Listen, I, I love what Connor, and, and we'll go back to Connor for a second, because he, he, he mentioned, you know, I could be ordering a pizza, taking a selfie, and, uh, and texting my friend all at the same time. And, you know, we're on a podcast. I'm at the beach, and Alan just sent me a picture of his live I did live a screenshot button. of my podcast. <laughs> of his live button just to rub it in. So, oh, that's too funny. You know, listen, the Gen Z can have lots of fun, but, you know, uh, certainly, uh, you know, the older folks as well can really dive into this stuff, learn it, apply it, and, uh, and feel young by doing all these things and learning these things. Madeline, thanks so much for sharing uh, your insight and giving, you know, those were huge, huge tips. Huge tips. I love the video idea. I love the aspect that live is coming and, and, and it's going to become better. Do you think, and I just got a quick question because I know, Alan, uh, you're burning to ask uh, another question, but I just, uh, while we're on the topic, is all social media going to video? Like, are we just going to be more or less looking at each other, talking to each other just from a perspective of the video? Well, live video is definitely the hot thing this year. I don't think we are going completely to video, and I don't see uh, – here's the thing. Not everybody likes it. A lot of people, uh, especially women, are nervous with it. Women yeah. are like, oh, i got to put makeup on, and i got to fix my hair, and i got to look just right. Gotcha. So women have gotcha. a hard time with this. Guys, you just roll out of bed, go on video, and you're, you know, no problem. But here's the thing I've seen. 
a lot of people are not comfortable doing the live video because think about it, if you've ever done Periscope or if you did Meerkat last year, you're basically looking at your phone, you see yourself, you're, you feel like you're talking to yourself. Now I'm a speaker, so I, I'm very comfortable staring at myself on the phone and speaking, knowing that I'm talking to a group of people that are there watching. And there is a chat room, you can see the conversation. So the same thing, doing the Periscope when you're doing it you know, through the Twitter with the live, same thing if you're doing <laughs> Facebook Live, you know, not everybody's comfortable with this. So I, I think it's a game changer in the sense that video is getting more and more popular. It's a great way to connect with people. Um, because it's still so new, if you want to rise above all the noise and you want to stand out, go own one of these. Go become the Periscope master. Go get on Facebook Live and master that. You will be way ahead of most people. I, I love that you're I talking about, uh, you know, taking taking some market share. And, you know, entrepreneurs are always constantly trying to find a way to increase their market share and, you know, and eliminate competition. And a great way to do that is to create a new market space. And that's what you're talking about, Madeline. You talk about creating a new market space within a current space. And that really makes you stand out. And that gives you expertise which gives you, for the lack of something better, bragging rights and recognition if you do it transparently and honestly and offer value like you're doing. So I just want to say, uh, you know, I'll speak for Chris and I, we honor you for for your transparency and what you're doing and uh, the type of, of knowledge and tools that you're giving away for free. Uh, just it, it's part of who you are, and I can tell that. I, I, I don't know you very well. We met on... on uh, Twitter, by the way, audience, we, Mel and I met on Twitter, and I've been following her and, um, you know, listening to and, and watching a number of her uh, posts and such, but uh, very transparent, and, uh, you know, the more you can, you can be that way and the more you can share uh, without expectation, then uh, that, you know, you rise, your credibility uh, rises on the, uh, you know, the uh, rungs of, of those of your audience, so well done, Madeline. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Hey, Chris, I'm just yep. looking at our podcast. Do you know that we've talked for about 45 minutes already? No way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know we talked for a few minutes before we got started, but we're, we're at about 45 minutes on our podcast. I love it. I love it. You know, I haven't been paying, paying attention because I think that this topic, to Madeline's point earlier, there's a lot of people talking about Snapchat. There's a lot of people talking about, you know, the Facebook. And, you know, there's not a lot of people talking about the Twitter. So I love Twitter. And just because I have that fascination, I lost complete track of time. So, Madeline, thank you for sharing all that incredible information. Now, we've got a little sequence that we go through on our show called Rapid Bold Insight. Are you familiar with that? A uh, little bit, yeah. I've, I've, I've been awesome. hearing about this awesome. stuff. I've been keeping an eye on you guys. I've been watching. Uh-oh. <laughs> we're in oh, well. trouble now. <laughs> well, we're, 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 we're certainly going to be schooled in some things, but, you know, absolutely. Bring it on. Love the constructive criticism uh, because it makes us better. And, you know, having people like yourself seeing our blind spots, man, I can just say, that's exactly, folks, our audience I'm speaking to that you got to go find and listen to. Listen to people that are doing it. Listen to people that have it going on because they're the ones that are going to share this information. Madeline, you shared amazing information today. I think for myself, and I could probably talk for Alan because we talk about Twitter, we talk about strategies, things like that, that we can get attention, and we just learned some huge attention grabbers. Thank you for that. It was amazing. But let's get into the rapid, bold insight because I want people to understand that, yeah, you're a businesswoman. You're working with people. You're helping people. But you also have things that are really interesting to you and your life. So we always like to peek behind the curtain, if you want, and understand a little bit about you. What book do you recommend that you're currently maybe reading or something that you know really had a change in your life? Well, there's a book that was a life changer for me in business 10 years ago. It was written by Jack Canfield, who is amazing. He's known for the whole Chicken Soup for the Soul series. He's, he's the guy behind that. 
But he's written a really amazing book, very powerful, called The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. It's a very thick book. It probably took me close to a year to read the first time around. came out 10 years ago. I know they just did like a 10-year anniversary, and I think it's been revised. Um, I'm more of an audiobook person now, so I did recently get the audiobook, and uh, it's just so nice listening to it again. He has so many words of wisdom in that book that if you are in yeah. business, whether Indeed. you're not, yeah, whether you're a startup, an entrepreneur, or you work for a company, whatever it is you do in business, you'll find golden nuggets in his book. Indeed, I love it, and I, and I and I met Jack about probably about 15 years ago, and uh, incredible back then even, um, but certainly uh, he's, he's made a, a, a real splash for himself over that time frame. What do you do for fun, Madeline? Well, you know, I am kind of a geeky technology person, so uh, I, what I like to do for fun is stuff that helps my business. I like editing podcasts and videos. I like doing all types of videos and photographs, and, you know, so everything I do helps my business. So it's just part of my business not feeling like work. So the things I really enjoy are the things I do to help other people. So I love um, that answer. Yeah. yeah, it's not like, oh, yes, I have a hobby of, uh, you know, doing fantasy football or, you know, <laughs> your typical sure. response. It's just things that actually enrich my business. I love that because you, you mentioned something. It's because it's so much fun anyway. That's what you really love to do for fun. So I love that. What one piece of technology has helped your, bit, your business the most? My iPhone, hands down my iPhone. Um, when that came out, I was using um, a BlackBerry, and BlackBerry was very re revolutionary back in the beginning. Um, to be able to be on the go and do emails, I mean, I remember I was at a conference back in like, I don't know, 2000, I think it was, and to be able to just sit at an event and be able to go read my emails on a little device, that was amazing. So when the iPhone came out, I just fell in love with it, and it was very expensive. I don't know if you guys remember. That was a $500 device. Oh, yeah. You had to pay yeah. full price for it back then. And I yeah. thought, you know, people thought I was crazy paying $500 for a phone. Um, but that is that has been my best piece of technology. If you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, startup, that is always going to be your best investment is an iPhone or an Android or some type of mobile device that helps you with your business, help, helps keep you mobile. I love it. And uh, I would agree. It's a great, uh, it's a great uh, handy tool. And I'm just, I remember being a sales guy uh, not too long ago, and I'd have to stop at pay phones, pay phones to, you know, make a call. And, and when this piece of technology came, you know, it obviously revolutionized, uh, you know, the world. And uh, I love it. What quote has had the most impact on you, Madeline? Well, going back to Jack Canfield, and he has lots of great quotes, but this is actually from his book. So it's, I think it's part quote, but really part of a philosophy that he talks about in the book, and it is ready, fire, aim. So instead of ready, aim, fire, which is what most people do in business and in life where you figure out what it is you want to do and then you plan for it, you plan for it, you plan for it, and then do you execute? Usually not. So with ready, fire, aim, it's set your sights on what you're going to do and just do it and then figure it out as you go. And what's interesting, I when I read his book 10 years ago, I was already doing that in my business. I was reading it going, holy cow, I've been doing that all this time. So it was very validating, but then it really kept me on track. Like, you know, don't be afraid to try things. With my Go Girls music community, I was always trying new things. And my philosophy was, hey, if it works, great. If not, move on to something else. People are, are paralyzed by trying new things. Um, and so I just say, look, just go for it and, and tweak it as you go. So ready, ready, uh, fire, aim. That's the we, way to go. I do that all the time. I love that. That's one and, of the best quotes. For sure. And amazing. And I, and I think, um, again, audience speaking to you, think about that. But in your life, you know, are you getting ready to get ready? And really what Madeline's saying is you just got to go and do it and figure it out. And, you know, people, places, events, circumstances will find you as long as you're open to learning and pivoting along that way that we always talk about on the show. And, 
you know, it's a forward moving action. It's not stifling. You can actually just turn right, turn left, pivot so that you can, you know, keep going forward. Thank you for that. That was great. Thank you so much. What is your next bold move, Madeline? Well, I, I did a really bold move last year, and I'm in the process of doing a new one. So last year I made this pivot from the music business. You know, I've been in the music business for the last 20 years. Even though I help all types of businesses with web design and social media, I primarily was focused on the music business because of my Go Girls music community. But last year I made the decision to do this major pivot where I wanted to be known more wider so that being the Twitter marketing strategist and expert that everybody knew that's what I what what I do. So I made this big pivot. Here we are less than a year later and uh is is unbelievable how big my business has grown. So my big bold move right now is turning what I've always done as a solopreneur and I've always prided myself on being a solopreneur and keeping things small so that it's very hands-on and I can help people tremendously is to kind of make this kind of big bold move to be more of an agency and it's 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 pretty bold and it's a little scary but very exciting and I'm up for the challenge. I love it. I love it. And any way we can help you and thank you for all that insight. Any way that we can help you. Thank you. We're here. Absolutely. And uh, we'll get the word out. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Madeline. You're amazing. You've got, you know, just such a great demeanor. And I love listening to you. You're easy to listen to. And I think, you know, our audience can agree with that is that you provided some amazing information today that's really going to move the needle in their life. And here goes one of those big helicopter planes going by just as I'm getting ready to end the show. But that's okay. <laughs> it shows that this show is raw and real. And uh, we just, uh, you know, thank you from, uh, from the bottom of my heart for taking some time out today and, and really giving some great wisdom and your genius. And thank you for doing what you're doing. Well, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate that. You and Alan have just been wonderful. Um, great job with this podcast. I'm really impressed. Well, we, we sure enjoy, enjoy doing it. <laughs> Don't go anywhere yet. Absolutely. Yeah. Alan, we got one more question for us. you, Madeline. Okay. Take us away. We always like to... Uh, Leave our leave the audience with a, you know a bold move, something they can do uh, in a list right now. And you've already given you know, a handful of those already today. And but I'm going to ask you anyway because we always ask, what one bold move would you like to leave the audience with? It can be something you've already talked about. You can reiterate that or something new. But what one bold thing can they actually institute today to make their business and their life better? Well, I have a really good one. So if everybody goes over to my Twitter profile, at Madeline Sklar, I have a tweet that's pinned to the top. You can pin a tweet. where It can be any tweet, and it'll stay at the top of your page. And it's my Twitter secret sauce, which I've you know brought up a couple of times here on the show. What I did last year when I was a speaker at, at the Houston Social Media Day, this year I'm going back as the keynote, but last year I did a presentation on Twitter, of course. And one of the slides I had up, it was it said my Twitter secret sauce, and I had people take pictures of it. I was kind of having some fun with it, and hey, hey, take pictures of this and put it on social media, put it on Twitter, tag me, you know, just to have some fun. Well, in that process, I got a bunch of pictures that people took that I could use, and so I pinned this because it's just from some very simple bullet points. These are all things you could start doing today. That's a basic roadmap. So everybody that's listening, if you just want a basic roadmap to get you going on Twitter, and by doing this, you're going to start liking it because you're going to start engaging and connecting with people, and you're going to uncover an amazing world on Twitter. And if you haven't been on Twitter in a while, this is a good way to get back into it. And it's just some very simple bullet points of, you know, tweet every day. Consistency is so incredibly important. You know, people will tweet when they have time, and somebody will follow me, and I go look at their page because I do look. And they haven't tweeted in six days. I'm like, well, this makes no sense. They're following me now, but they don't tweet regularly. Why, why do I want to follow them if they don't tweet? So just make an effort to tweet every day, and you can use scheduling tools like Buffer and Hootsuite. They're free. Um, participating in Twitter chats, such a simple way to connect with lots and lots of people. I host one every Thursday afternoon at 1 o'clock Eastern. It's really awesome. It's called Twitter Smarter. And that is a great, if you want to go connect with people immediately, 
Go find a Twitter chat that resonates with you, and you're going to be completely blown away. So these are just the first two items on my secret sauce. It's just six simple steps, and um, I encourage everybody to try it out, and I'm sure you're going to get some great results, and I would love for you all to tweet me and, and let me know. Let me know what you think of this. That's fantastic. I love it already. <laughs> I'm looking at Absolutely. it as we speak. And uh, in fact, because I'm a Gen Z, <laughs> can I get away with that? Um, no. <laughs> I just actually, <laughs> can I just tweet it as, as you were saying it uh, to my uh, followers and um, I actually t retweeted, quoted you in there and, uh, and got it out there. So thanks for sharing that. Madeline, Thank you. I appreciate again, that. We look forward. One question before we, uh, you know, make uh, get off uh, get off um, the call today. Share how people can actually work with you and get a hold of you because I think that that is important because I think you absolutely open the eyes of many people that want to get into using Twitter in their business, in their life, and in the things that they want to get out and communicate with. So, how do people work with you, Madeline? And then we'll uh, we'll we'll bring her to an end. Well, the best way to get in touch, you want to learn more about me and reach out, go over to my website, madelinesklar.com. It's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. So my website is a good place to go. And also, of course, Twitter, because that's where I live and breathe, is, is Twitter at Madeline Sklar. One of the great things about having an unusual name is I can get my name for every site. So if there's any <laughs> social network that you like, if you're like a LinkedIn person or you're an Instagram person or you're over on Snapchat, just put my name in there and I'm going to pop right up. I love it. Thank you so much. Alan, thank you. Always a great show. And uh, why don't uh, you give a little uh, goodbye and then I'll take the show away and Thank you so much again, Madeline, for spending some time with us today. Thank you. Sounds good. Appreciate that, Chris. You know, Madeline, thank you so much for uh, all of your honesty and your transparency and your willing to really help out the audience and uh, and uh, to do it extremely unselfishly. It, it's a, a testament to your character and it's a testament to how you live your life. And we're honored that you're on the show today. Thank you so much. Chris, my buddy, I love doing this with you. Uh, we're having a blast and I hope that we're offering an awful lot of uh of uh, great uh, insights and genius to uh, to our audience. So with that said, Madeline and Chris, thank you both so much. It's been a great show. Yeah, thank you. And audience, info at thinkbullbebold.com. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want. We can find it, and we'll get the uh, guests on the show to help provide it. You guys are amazing. Think Bold, Be Bold Nation. We, uh, we appreciate you listening in today to Madeline Sklar. And uh, thank you, Madeline, for being here. And it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>